Jen Sabella joining us from Black Club Chicago with extremely local news. Uh, good morning, Jen. And I guess the message here is CTA smokers beware, huh? Good morning, Bob. Yes, um, you may have noticed, many have, that since the pandemic, smoking on the train has been kind of out of control. It's hard to even walk into any car of the train and not be surrounded by smoke, um, whether that's marijuana smoke or tobacco smoke. It has become quite smelly on these trains. Um, As people have continued to complain, the CTA has hired private security and they're working with CPD to try to crack down on this. So this year, last year in 2023, they issued more than 6,300 citations to people for smoking on the train, um, which is the highest number since the pandemic. So they're trying to tell everyone, listen, we're, we're on this. We, we know it's, it's bothering people and we are going to do all we can to stop people from doing it. Um, there are more than a thousand smoking complaints from customers in 2023. That's not counting, you know, people who just hopped on Twitter and complained there or complained to their friends. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's been an ongoing issue and the CTA issued a, uh, statement yesterday saying that they will continue to ticketing ticket people who break these rules yeah and do they say exactly how they're going to police this uh, and, and i mean they're, they're short-handed uh for serious crimes how, how are they going to do this any idea so there are private security offers, officers who can write tickets there and they said that people riders can just complain to anyone working at the train stations and that cta employees can also you know tell people get off the train stop smoking um, but beyond that, there's really not much they can do. So mm-hmm. they have added announcements on the train, like, hey, smoking is not allowed here. Um, mm-hmm. But people have said to us, like, they feel uncomfortable approaching people and telling them to stop smoking <laughs> if sure. somebody's, like, displaying erratic behavior. So, you know, it's it's an ongoing issue, but the CTA hopes as trains fill up again, um, it'll be kind of a peer pressure situation and people will uh, Mm -hmm. stop smoking. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Talking about complaints, the dollar stores have had their share, haven't they? They have. We've been hearing a lot about dollar stores since uh, Alderman Matt O'Shea, who's proposing an ordinance to rein in dollar stores in the city. Essentially, he's trying to limit how many dollar stores can open within a mile of each other. Um, The ordinance has changed a lot as Alderman continue, who previously backed it, um, have fallen off their support after these dollar store companies lobbyists have descended upon the city. But we did a data dive, our investigative team, and found more than $600,000 in fines from the city have been issued to dollar stores since 2017. Um, Most of these stores are on the south and west sides. They include overflowing dumpsters, selling expired food, selling expired medication and baby formula, um, and labor violations. That's not counting the nearly million dollars in fines from OSHA, um, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. Um, essentially, the alderman, alderman is saying these dollar stores just pay these fines and don't fix the problems in their stores. So they need to do an ordinance like this to hold them accountable and have them actually become better neighbors. Um, the companies are all the companies you see, like Dollar Tree, Dollar General, and Family Dollar, are owned by the same uh, parent company. So, um, yeah, it's it's an interesting story. I learned a lot reading this. Um, I highly recommend going to our website and checking it out. Um, you just learn a lot about how these stores proliferate in neighborhoods and, you know, their financial model. Um, so it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what the city council does. Um, are they mm-hmm. going to regulate these stores? Um, Alderman Matoche says he's not giving up.
Okay, blockclubchicago.org for more. And finally, some new life for the old Schlitz building on the south side, right? Yes, these tide houses are all over Chicago. Uh, you may have noticed them. They have the globe with the Schlitz logo on them, and they were built in the early 1900s for breweries to sell their uh, alcohol during pre-prohibition years. Um, the one on 69th and Morgan was named a Chicago landmark in 2011, but it has fallen into disrepair. So a neighbor is taking it over, um, and she's going to turn it into a cafe. She received a city grant to help with the renovations, and Landmarks Illinois um, is also going to help her you know, keep the building up to landmark standards. And she really wants to make this a, like, booming corner in Inglewood and, and really make it an investment in the neighborhood. So she's hoping to open the cafe by 2026 and hope, is hopes, like, a beer garden could be nearby and really to activate this corner with this historic building. Grab be great news for the neighborhood. Jen Sabella, thank you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Bob.